Hey everyone, this is Kathy Olson and welcome to the Secrets of Gorgeous Design podcast. I was asked this question over the weekend I attended an event and I was asked anytime I mentioned what I did or if I mentioned anything about a website or a sales page or sales funnel, I basically got the same question over and over and over again. So I thought today I would answer this for you to just kind of clear the air in case you're not sure what the difference is between a website and a sales funnel. So let's jump into this episode. My name is Kathy Olson. I'm part of a group of entrepreneurs who are the founders and creative directors of their businesses who have a discerning eye and a ton of heart. If you ask those get rich quick types, they would say that pretty design isn't functional and doesn't sell. Yet we are proving every day that beautiful and thoughtful details do sell and in fact attract unstoppable beauty and wealth. We believe that we can have it all and that sales can be gorgeous. These are the secrets of gorgeous design, and we are here to make creativity lucrative, build gorgeous brands and sales funnels, and to make the world of business a gorgeous place to be. So I was at an event where the people that that were there were somewhat familiar with sales funnels. So it wasn't like, you know, it was an event where I was like, wait, a, a what fun? What's a funnel? Like, it wasn't like that, right? Um, so some, most of the people actually kind of knew what a sales funnel was. But what the bigger question was, is what is the difference between a website and a sales funnel? Like when do you need a website if you have a sales funnel? And if you have a website, do you need a sales funnel, right? Um, Basically, do you need both? That was my big, the big question that everyone kept asking me. And I kind of, I, you know, because I got asked that question so often, I sort of started to refine my answer every time it got asked um, and got it simpler and simpler. At first, I was like, well, it depends. And then, like, I go off on this big long thing um, about, you know, my life story with web design and, and sales funnels. But then by the end, it ended up being pretty short. And so it's kind of like I practiced this message quite a few times, this answer quite a few times so that I can deliver it to you today. So... The, the biggest thing is obviously I think people know what a web uh, site does, but I don't think that they recognize like how they fit together in the relationship. So I want to kind of give you a metaphor about this and I think it'll help you um, wrap your head around at least how I use websites and sales funnels. And um, again, I do both for our clients, you know, for our high end clients, we do um, high high end custom web design, but then we also do high-end and custom sales funnels. And we and I, and I also have courses teaching both of those as well, but you know, on a more DIY capacity. Um, so really the web design um, and, the, and the website is your digital home. So I think you kind of already knew that, but um, I'd like to take it even a step further. And I say that websites are like your your storefront. They're your, they're your, like your, almost like your physical space, like a brick and mortar store, right? Where people would come to visit you, um, to see, to have them kind of, to get to know you. I mean, there's so many different reasons someone's going to be on a website. And I talked a little bit about in the last episode, I talked about like the customer journey and how somebody would come in and, you know, uh, basically experience your brand right through your website. And it's kind of what it's actually one of the things that I do in uh, one of my courses in brand designer for a day. I have people create a brand board based on like if you had a physical space, what it would look like so they they basically 
can go through some interior design decorating tips and tricks and um, they pin it onto a Pinterest board and figure out what it would look like if someone walked into their physical space. And the reason I do that is because I think people have uh, trouble imagining things in the digital world versus the physical world. And so I kind of take them to a physical place so that they can separate themselves from overthinking it is <laughs> basically the reason I do that. Because I just think that people can pick um, or design like an interior space a lot easier than they can kind of pick and choose on the digital space. Because as soon as you get into the digital space, it's kind of like the sky's the limit, right? There's just anything is possible. Whereas I think if you bring yourself a little bit back down to earth and just say, okay, like, what does this really look like in a physical space? And we know that we have constraints and we only have, you know, a 10 by... 20 area, whatever, like whatever it is, right? Like, and because a lot of times I talk about designing your office. And it's funny because how I came up with that whole concept of doing the brand room or like the digital or like the physical kind of storefront um, type of deal was I actually, that's what I did for to come up with our own brand. I didn't do it on purpose originally, actually. Um, I wanted to design my office. And so I hired an interior designer and she had me kind of create a brand board for it. So I did, and um, it was a, a direct reflection of my style and kind of um, who I would like want to actually meet in this physical space, although I don't meet anybody in my physical office anymore. I did back in the day, but I don't anymore. Um, I It was so cool because it was just a physical representation of all the things that were fl- floating around in my head, but it did give me the, the like constraints in order to figure out, okay, I need to figure out a basic palette, a color palette, I need to figure out a style, I need to figure out some textures and um, things like that, and so it really brought together the look, and then it was so easy to create my, to design my site after that, and my new brand after that, because I had this like total physical go-to guide right in front of me, staring at me in the face, right? Like printed out. (laughs) Um, So because I did that for myself, and honestly, I didn't get that from anybody else. I did it on accident, like I said. Um, So it's something that I I put in basically every time. I have my clients do it. Um, I have like all the workshops I teach. I basically have them do that because I've seen it time and time and time again. It works really, really well um, for my clients and my students. So all that to say, when you create this like physical home, it's it's so much more than that. I mean, it makes sense that it's your brand, that basically your brand is your digital home. Um, And again, again, why you kind of create that because people are experiencing it in the same way they would if they just walked into your store, right? Like maybe they don't know anything about you and they're kind of looking around and trying to gather some information. Same thing when they land on your website, they're kind of looking around trying to gather some information about like, what are you about? Um, what are what are your offerings? Just like if you walk into a store, you look around and say, okay, I'm seeing what all the things that they sell. I'm, t- I'm kind of getting an idea for the vibe. I see what it smells like in here. I hear the music. I, I understand what they're about. Same thing on a website. Um, so a web de- a website and a web design is really, it's a branding position. And it's your, your like physical home and you're also going to bring all your traffic to it. So a lot of times um, people will have on their website, they'll say like, oh, follow me on Instagram, follow me on uh, Facebook, whatever. But the problem is you're actually sending people away from your site and they might never come back. They might go down the social media rabbit hole and never make their way back. So you always want it to be the opposite direction. That's totally like another podcast for another day. But you always want um, to be pointing traffic to your your digital home. So you always want to go from Facebook or from Instagram to your digital home. That's the only thing you that you really control and that uh, where you can kind of grab their email addresses and actually like start a sales conversation. So you always want traffic to be flowing that way. 
But again, it's your permanent residence. It's like where you live. It's where you're always going to be. So on, so that is like a web design and a website, right? On the flip side, a sales page. How does okay? How does the sales page fit into this brick and mortar shop that I've opened up? Well, a sales page, I say, or I figured out this metaphor is like a salesperson at your store. So instead of, um, you know basically just having your services like or or your products just like sitting out on a shelf this is a salesperson though a salesperson is going to walk up to someone and start to start a sales conversation and with the goal of obviously closing the sale at the end so i i love this metaphor and i totally just made it up when i was kind of answering this question over and over again but i really love it because it's totally everything that i've ever tried to explain in such a much easier way to say it because a sales page is kind of a, it's almost a one-to-one conversation. So whereas if someone goes to a website, it feels like you're talking to everybody. A sales page, it feels like they're, you're just talking to one person. So it's a very focused sales conversation. And sales pages are, or and or sales funnels, I'm using them kind of inter- interchangeably, Um I will, I'll just take a step back and say a sales funnel is the entire process from start to finish. So, uh, the, you know, for the first kind of the first page where you're taught either to have a free opt in or you are actually selling the thing to, you know, them ordering, going to the order form and then checking out and then kind of that, that's the funnel idea. Um, but a sales page is like the basic cornerstone. We call it the cornerstone page in funnel, inside funnel gorgeous. We call it the cornerstone page. Um, so the sales page is like the cornerstone page. It's the cornerstone content. But again, sales pages are designed for to make those instant sales decisions. It's meant to be a focused sales meeting, right? Like if you're if you're a salesperson were to walk up to somebody and start having a conversation, they're having this one-on-one conversation to see, okay, let's 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 figure out who what you need and let's figure out what's best a best fit for you. And I will say too, this can act as a salesperson in your business. A lot of times that's kind of the idea of a sales page is that it um, can replace, no, I don't want to say replace, like put somebody out of a job or anything, you know, (laughs) but it does uh, replace the need sometimes for that person. So sometimes a webinar would be a sales, you know, in, in a sales funnel. So the webinar basically explains the whole, whatever you're trying to sell, whether it's you know, a service. Um, and like, maybe it's like at the end, they just say, Hey, you know, apply to, to, uh, to work with us. And it's an application type funnel, or maybe it's like a high end, you know, program that you're trying to get them inside of. Um, and they book, have to book a call with you after. So it basically does like the first half of the sales conversation where it's explaining everything. And then they go to like the real person basically. But gosh, isn't that's like totally a different situation than a website is, right? A website is meant to be, you know, to go and to browse and look around and get a good idea of who you are. Whereas a sales page is that salesperson who has a specific conversation that they're going to have that needs to end up in a sale or not needs to, but the, the goal is to end up in a sale, right? Um, or to end up, you know, filling out an application or to, you know, book another call or another meeting or something, right? Um, so there's kind of, it's a very focused and it's a it's a very um, linear process, right? Like it, you don't bounce all around like you do with a website. In a website, you might check out your homepage and your about page and your services and your blog and read some blogs, and you're just you're just bouncing around. There's a lot to navigate. Whereas a sales page has has no navigation. Um, it's a forced navigation. So. 
you have your step one, your step two, your step three, your step four, but they don't get to the next page until they finish the first page. Um, and also, the other difference is that sales pages are read from top to bottom, um, almost like a letter. They're, they're more of a, a fo- because they're more one to one. They're they're read as a le- like a sales letter, right? Like an old school sales letter you would get in the mail. Um, which I don't remember those because not that I wasn't born then, but I just wasn't um, as to, I wasn't at a marketing age where I was getting those direct sales letters. But I know I study them now because they're really important because nowadays um, digital marketing is built on the way a sales letter used to work. But again, I digress. So basically, that, that's, what you, that's how you need to think about sales pages is there this like focus conversation from top to bottom or if, it, if it's actually a webinar and they're watching a webinar, it's not from top to bottom, but it is from start to finish. So they're going to be watching it um, still in a linear fashion. As soon as they hit play, they're going to get all, you know, all of your slides or however your presentation works from start to finish. They're not going to be jumping around and it's not like a choose your adventure type thing, right? It's just from start to finish and then there's the offer. So there's like a a buildup on the story. And so you basically say, okay, there's, there's a way to sell to sell people things like just like you would in person you have to start from you know like a warm place kind of building a rapport getting them to understand that you know that you know basically building that know like and trust and then you start to um, kind of dive into their question or their problem and then you start to reveal what the answer is and what your what how you can fix it and then you open up the offer um you know, offer them, hey, here's what I've got for you. What do you think? And then, of course, there's some other things in there like scarcity and um, and trying to close the sale and all that stuff too. But you can see how they're totally different from each other. And again, how they complement each other, like how they can kind of work together. You're, you wouldn't, to be honest, I don't think you would really want one or the other. I think that a really well-rounded business has both. Because you wouldn't just have a store that you open the door and say, come on in and browse. You would have a store, come on and browse, and then I'm going to ask you you know, if you need some help in a minute, and then I'm going to try to sell you, right? Um, so it's kind of like the, that idea. So a sale, So I hope that makes sense on, on the, the, the difference in focus and how they're used differently, but also how they can complement each other and they don't really detract from each other either. Because some people only have sales pages, and if you only have a, or sales funnels, if you only have a funnel, you don't actually have a digital home. There's not like a home base. So that's that I would liken that to like a door-to-door salesman, right? Like where you're just if you don't actually have a home base for people to visit, you're just going door-to-door, knocking on doors, or maybe you're cold calling, picking up phone calls and stuff like that. If you don't actually have a place to live where they can come and check you out, um, so again, you might like come to someone's door, knock on it, and go, "Okay, I want to sell you this thing," and they're like okay, well, I'm busy right now, but can I come back and see you in your storefront uh, later? And you're like, well, no, I don't have a storefront. And they're like, you don't? Okay, like what kind of business are you, right? <laughs> so um, I love this metaphor because it really, really is truly like the difference between uh, a website and a sales funnel. So hopefully that metaphor just really brought it home for you and it's all making sense to you. So I do want to invite you guys, if you are interested in creating a sales funnel for your business, if you don't have that salesperson, right? If you have the sales storefront, but you don't have the salesperson, I would love you to check out Funnel Gorgeous. It's one of our programs. It's a program I created with um, Julie Stoyan and we have created, basically there's two different things. There's the Funnel Gorgeous, which is the basic um, the kind of the offering. 
And what it is, is it's a design course. It's a, it's a sales funnel design course that also includes the training wheels, which are the sales funnels. So it includes four basic sales funnels, like the base kind of funnels in different styles. And then every, and that actually only opens um, like once every few months to purchase. We don't have it open all the time. So we have it open every once in a while um, and then we close it. The next time we'll have it open is Black Friday for the, we'll have it open for the four days. We'll have a Black Friday through sale uh, for through Cyber Monday. But with that said, we don't, that's like the base course, which is called Funnel Gorgeous. But then every month we have um, what we call, call funnel asset packs that we drop every month. And those are limited edition designs that you can purchase. And we only have those open again for four days as well. So right now, actually just today, we opened up the Funnel Handsome pack, and that's that first September's pack. And so if you do hear this within a few days, <laughs> you'll be able to grab that Funnel Handsome pack. If you head to FunnelGorgeous.com, you can grab that Funnel pack. But if otherwise, you can wait for the next one. The next one is going to be November, and that one's going to be the... I'm sorry, October. <laughs> what month is it? The next one's going to be for October, and that is going to be the Mystic pack. It's all super woo-woo and like goddess kind of geometric theme. So I'm excited for that one to drop as well. And so you want to make sure that you get on the list. If you go to funnelgorgeous.com, get on the VIP list, you will be aware of when these drop, when they drop. So when the limited edition designs drop, the funnel designs drop, or when the actual Funnel Gorgeous course opens, you will be the first to know. So thanks guys. I hope that was helpful and I appreciate you so much. Are you ready to join in the fight against ugly design? Yeah? Then head over to www.gorgeousdesignsecrets.com. There you will find high-end design resources, insider designer tips, and an amazing tribe of others just like you.